What is going on, guys? We are back with the first Zealous Jody podcast of 2024. Um, if you keep up with anything that we do with the street preaching on the other channel, if you don't, the link will be in the description below. You can check it out. But if you keep up with anything that's been going over there, you will know that we ended the year 2023 with a massive announcement. Big uh, announcement. Big announcement. Big faith moves. And just before we get into discussing all about that and all about what it looks like to, to live by faith, to step out in, in faith and to answer some of your questions um, that you've had, we want to frame this uh, this podcast with the definition, the biblical definition of faith, which is found in Hebrews chapter 11. Now, faith is the substance of the things hoped for, and it's the evidence of the things that we can't see. Amen. And I feel like with us, our whole life has been living by faith so far, hasn't it? Like there's been so many things that we've had to do and mm. step out in and it's just, it's like never-ending steps of faith. Yeah, I know, <laughs> I know, I know, right? Oh my goodness. I mean, even from the very beginning of our relationship, mm. that was a faith thing. Like you're in Newcastle, mm -hmm. not just because it's a nice romantic thing to do to, to leave Australia to come and meet me, but you literally left your home. Yeah, be, yeah, I left everything, um, if you didn't know and if you're listening. Yeah, I, I grew up in Australia and then obviously I met Curtis and then we had to make the decision mm. of what to do to be together and, um, yeah, massive, massive step of faith for me to not just leave a job and leave family but leave everything that I knew. kind of reminds me of Abraham when God mm. said, you know, leave your family, leave your relatives and go to the land that yeah. I'm going to give you. And so I felt like that's what I was doing. And and here we are now, obviously, yeah. nearly eight years later, yeah. still having to step out in faith. Yeah. Yeah. Because like you were doing very well in Australia. Mm. You weren't just kind of treading water, just trying to see where God is leading you next. Like, you no. were doing well. You had a well-paid job. You were yeah. advancing in that job. You were financially secure. Yeah. You, you know, had everything out in front of you to do what you would have you to do. Yeah, and also I, I like my family. It's quite um, – I come from a very traditional family, Middle Eastern family, and it's a big family. Um, so it wasn't a small thing just to, oh, I met someone from England. I'm just going to get married and we're just – we're going to live there now. You know, it was, it was a huge, huge decision, but one that was full of faith and total trust in God. Yeah, because that's what faith is. I know we've just talked about it's it's, it's assurance and it's the mm -hmm. evidence that you, even though you can't see, you know that God is good and yep. you're trusting yep. in God. The Bible literally says it's impossible to please God without faith. Yeah, everything we do is from a place of faith, or it should be mm. anyway. Faith over fear, you've probably heard that loads of times. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah. But yeah, are you living by faith? And that's what we want to ask you to do, because just like when you, you were comfortable in Australia, and mm -hmm. um, for the last year or so, I would say, finally, after the eight years that we've been here, last year, 2023, although very busy, we were finally comfortable. We were. Yeah, um, I'd finally got a part-time job. Um, obviously, we made another step of faith of deciding to homeschool. Mm. Um, like you said, it was really busy, and but things were really good one of the main reasons that we were comfortable as such is because i had a steady income I, I was in the fire service i'd been a career firefighter for 13 years a job that had lots of opportunity for progression a job that i'd known well the job that actually i would say i love but then 
um, you know, when you when you truly follow God, when you really say prayers like God, whatever you want, mm-hmm. whatever you want me to do, Lord, I'm gonna do it. Just let me know, and I'm there. Like whatever whatever it takes, I want to glorify you. Yeah. You can take it all, Lord. Um, when you say prayers like that, He's gonna hold you to it. Mm-hmm. When you when you pray, Lord, I want to glorify you. Lord, I want to live for you. He's gonna hold you to it. Oh, He's so gonna hold you to it. So you're not. In the fire service anymore. No, there um, it is. That was the big announcement, guys. <laughs> I'm no longer in the fire service. Bittersweet. It is bittersweet. Um, most definitely sweet now from this position. So how did you actually know? Like, how did you know that God was specifically calling you out from your job mm-hmm. to leave that and then to go into full-time ministry? Like, what was it that happened? Like, I know, but I want you to tell everyone okay. else. Okay, so, so how did I finally know that God was calling me out from my job? Um, well, there's a difference between being dissatisfied at work, because I wasn't dissatisfied at work, um, and being uncomfortable in the spirit. Yeah. And what I mean by uncomfortable in the spirit, if I could wrap that up in an, in an action, I would say, I was like, oh, you know, I was like, oh, I'm like, Lord, I know that you're... You're convicting me. Yeah. Um, not like the conviction of sin, but it's like, Curtis is something that I'm asking Just you to like do. Just like an here. unsettlement. I was unsettled. Yeah. That's the right word. I was I was completely unsettled. Mm. The reason that was difficult, and I speak about this as a man, um, because as a man, I'm to provide for my family. You know, I'm to, to provide for my family. I've got five kids. I've got you. Um, I've got to put food on the table. I've got to be there i've got to invest for the future and all these worries that lord like what does it really look like to step away from this job that mm-hmm. is being the security this is my mind i know it's not right yeah at the time the security that is there yeah. now bearing in mind i feel like a hypocrite for thinking like this but i mean totally honest with you guys this is what it looks like to walk in faith these are the battles and the things that you go on because you can either walk in faith or you can walk in fear. Mm-hmm. What I was doing was I was thinking through the lens of fear. Not always, but often. Mm. So what the Lord did, not apart from make me uncomfortable, he stopped asking me questions, right? He asked me questions like, who's your provider? Mm-hmm. And the answer is, well, you are, Lord. Okay, so what does it look like for you to fully believe that? Is anything too hard for the Lord? Is there anything too big for him to do? Mm-hmm. And the Lord will confirm the call on your life through his word. He'll confirm it through people. He will confirm what it is that he's asking you to do. And he confirmed it many times. Oh, loads of times. Many, many times. <laughs> Bearing in mind that during this time, we were also active. Because a lot of, I think I'll touch on this just before we get to the next part. I think a lot of people want to say, Lord, tell me what to do and I'll do it right now. Yeah, because I think a lot of people just want to know what next step to take in in just in everyday life and in their future and their careers it's just yeah. like such a common thing i remember when i was like in my early early walk i would always want to know god what should i do now what's the yeah. next step i should take and honestly he never gave me a clear answer yeah. because all he wanted me to do was to fix my eyes on him and yeah. seek his kingdom and his righteousness yeah, and that's what kept coming up for me but i know that a lot of people really want to know, you know, oh, what do I do next? God, yeah. what do I do? Well, let me let me say this, right? I know a lot of people go, Curtis, like, just tell me what 
like, how did you know what God was asking mm. you to do? Like, I need the green light. Mm-hmm. Like, guys, you've got the green light. Yeah. A lot of people are waiting um, for the green light, mm-hmm. for it to stop being red. But I would say to you, God has already told you yeah. what to do more than likely. You've yeah. got a green light. Why don't we just go and do what he's asked us to do yeah, away from the to stop? him. Exactly. Follow him. Follow his will and follow his what he's already said for yeah. you to do in his word. So so that's that's what we were doing. We were, mm-hmm. we were out there. We were in the streets. We were being faithful in that. We're seeing great increase, you know, and that was whilst I was a firefighter. Mm. So I wasn't dropping everything. I was doing both, right? Yeah. And we see that the Apostle Paul did that. Like, the Apostle Paul made tents. He was tent-making until the time where the Lord sent them in a greater measure. Mm -hmm. I was active. I was convicted. um, And the Lord was confirming Mm -hmm. his word. And one of the... The, the stories that would not leave me alone and you know this but the one of the scriptures that would not leave me alone was the account of joshua mm. um and this story has been there from the forefront of our walk with the lord yeah. now the story as you know like moses is dead and joshua is now leading the people moses wasn't going to see the promised land because they were disobedient but the lord had given them a promise yeah. and he'd appointed joshua to go and get it yeah go and get it and isn't it funny that the Lord said to Joshua, that's the land over there. Mm-hmm. It's full of milk and honey. And then we know that the spies went up to the top of the mountain. They looked at it. They go, like, that place is full of danger. Mm-hmm. But Joshua and Caleb, they saw it. They go, but I trust God. Exactly. I trust God. But God still said to him, be bold and very courageous. Yeah, he continued to tell Joshua not to be afraid, like yeah. over and over and over. Yeah, because Joshua, Caleb, full of faith, mm-hmm. but yet... God told them, don't be afraid. Mm-hmm. And because we have a tendency as humans to be afraid, like what I was talking about before, like in my mindset, in my thought processes, mm-hmm. like we have a tendency to fall into fear. Yeah. Um, but the Lord told Joshua, who was a mighty warrior, by the way, he could handle himself. He walked with Moses. He was well-trained. He lived a life. But the Lord still told him, don't be afraid. Mm-hmm. In chapter 3, um, Joshua is about to go and lead the people across the Jordan. But let me just read it to you. I think it's important. Joshua chapter 3. It says, Joshua rose early in the morning and they set out from Acacia Grove. Sorry if I said that wrong. And came to the Jordan. So the River Jordan, body of water. When we often think about that, right, we think it's a massive Red Sea like it was last time. It wasn't. No, it's not big. It's not It's not wide. No, it's all. not wide. No. But what it was, though, it wasn't wide, mm-hmm. but it was deep. Yes. So kind of like the town in Newcastle, right? Mm. It's not wide, but it's deep. When you're in, you ain't getting out until you go across (laughs) the other side, right? So it was a considerable amount of water. Mm -hmm. And the Lord spoke to the people. And he says, look, when you see the Ark of the Covenant, that's going to go before you. They're going to go all the way to the Jordan. When you see that, when they're about a mile and a half in front of you, the Bible gives a measurement, but it's like when you translate it, it's about a mile and a half. When you see the Ark of the Covenant go before you, stand up and follow it. So the Lord spoke. He told them what he was going to do. The Lord then went before them. Mm-hmm. Catch this, because the Ark of the Covenant we know in the Bible is the presence of God. Yeah. We now know that in the New Covenant that the presence of God is the Holy Spirit. He's with his people. But then the the presence of the Lord went with the Ark of the Covenant. Yeah, so you can to carry him around. Yeah, they literally had to carry the, yeah. this big gold um, Ark around yeah. with them. But that was the presence of the Lord, right? Mm. So when we see that in the scripture, we're literally saying God has spoken. He said, that's the way. Mm. But not only that, he says, I'm going to go before you. 
I want you, you guys, to follow my presence. Yeah. Because the place that I've got for you, you haven't been there before. Mm-hmm. The scripture says it here. I said, yeah. the Lord went before them because where they were going, they hadn't been there before. Mm-hmm. We don't know what it looks like. But God says, you don't need to be afraid. You can walk in faith because I'm going to go before you. Yeah. You don't know what's there, but I do. Then he says in verse 5, he says, but before you do that, sanctify yourself. Sanctify yourself. Prepare yourself. Get yourself ready. Get yourself ready. Mm. Okay, so a lot of people, like we just touched on, will say, well, Lord, just tell me where to go and I'm going to go because I know you're going before me. While they sit still. While they sit still, right? Because the Lord is asking us in the waiting to sanctify ourselves, to get ready, to get prepared, Lord. What is it? that you need to do in me mm-hmm. what is it that has to go so that i can go yeah you know what i'm saying yeah lord what is it that is still here that is not welcome there mm-hmm. because lord i might not be prepared right now mm-hmm. for where you're taking me mm-hmm. but i want to be yeah so when people say courtesy what have i got to do I say lord what is it yeah that's one of those things like sanctify me prepare mm-hmm. me make me a ready vessel mm. for what it is that you're calling me to do mm. so you can be hearing the voice of the lord saying i'm going to take you there and i'm going to go before you and get sanctified and get ready but when it comes to stepping out mm-hmm. you've got to put one foot in front of the other that is the walk because it's all good having the information it's all good having the desire and the passion and the zeal but when it comes to it you've got to put one foot in front of the other yeah. so these guys did you can read it in verse 13 they got up and they went and they walked in faith right mm. But then they reached this body of water, Jordan. It's deep. Once you're in, you're in. You can't be half in and half out. You've got to be committed (laughs) to getting across this water, right? And the miracle would be the parting of the water. But we know that the scripture says God wasn't going to part the water until the priests stepped in. Mm -hmm. They get their foot into the water until it parted. It's very different to the um, the parting of the Red Sea, isn't it? Because God parted the sea and mm. then they went through. Yeah. Whereas here, he's kind of taken them on a journey by now. It's like, yeah. come on, ha- look how much I've done up until this point. Do you trust me now? Absolutely. And then that that's an act of, of, faith, of faith and, and trust that, yeah. you know, you said I've got to put my f- – well, the priest had to put their feet in and then, and then he would part it. So, mm. yeah, I love that. And, 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 that, and that's what would not leave me alone. And I had notes upon notes upon notes in when I'd been praying, when the Lord had been speaking to me about things. And notes are great. They take notes. Mm-hmm. Um, but reflect on them. Like one thing you said there, you said like, remember what the Lord has done? Yeah. And the Lord asked Moses to do that, didn't he? He said, sit down, mm-hmm. get a map out and plot how faithful I've been to you over the years. Mm-hmm. And I did that with mm-hmm. us. Like how faithful has the Lord been in our marriage? How faithful, so faithful has the Lord been in the ministry? How faithful has he been with the kids? How faithful has he been with me mm-hmm. and with you? And guys, like if you're listening to this, like how faithful has the Lord been all of this time throughout it all? I know. So, and he's always provided. It's so important to like not forget that, not forget how much he's done because when you come to a place where you have to make those um, decisions and steps of faith, you've got to remember how far mm. he's brought you. You've got to remember all those things that he did to bring you to where you are in this very moment. And he's not going to leave you now. You know, he's brought you to this point. Why would he leave you now? He's provided for you up until this point. Why will he not provide in the next 
stage, especially when he's calling you into that. Absolutely. Absolutely. So just like the priests who were going to step into this water, I was at a point, I was so spiritually uncomfortable. So basically where we were, where I was, was I was at the edge of the, the water. You're at the bank. I was at the bank, but I wasn't in the water. Mm -hmm. I was trying to wrap up, not stepping into the water fully, stand on the bank by trying to be wise. Yeah. I was trying to be wise yeah. as opposed to just stepping in. Oh, Lord, what about this? Lord, what about that? But actually the Lord is saying, just trust me. Remember where I've took you from. Remember where I'm taking you. Just step in. See, guys, you can't have one foot on the bank and one foot in the water. You've got to be fully in. All in. All in with the Lord. So when I stepped in, the relief, when I said, yes, Lord, I'm leaving and I'm just going to trust you with my finance because you're Jehovah Jireh, you provide. Exactly. I'm going to trust you with my family because the yours before the mine. I'm going to mm -hmm. trust you to bring glory to your name because I can't do anything apart from you. Yeah. When I said that. Uh, that the burden lifted. was lifted mm -hmm. and I was light and I'm excited to go. Mm -hmm. um, how do you know that God might be calling you? How do you know if it's God and not your mind? How do you know um, if now's the time? Well, let's talk about that conviction. Are you convicted mm -hmm. um, to step out in faith? Is it something that you can't do by yourself, that mm -hmm. God will have to move in? Is it in line with God's character? You know, a lot of people say, I just believe the Lord's telling me to do this. Mm -hmm. But actually what they're saying isn't in line with God's character. Exactly. Like, would God be okay with that thing that you want to do yeah. in terms of will it pull you away from him mm -hmm. or does it bring you closer to him? Does it continue to glorify him? There it is. Yeah. Does it glorify you Yeah. or does it glorify him? Yeah. Because a lot of people say, well, I want to get there, then I'll glorify God. Mm -hmm. But are you glorifying God before you get there? Yeah. Are you living that life in the waiting, in the hallway? I remember I did a sermon back in the day when one door closes, another one opens. Mm -hmm. But often you've got to live your life in the hallway for a little bit. That's right. What are you doing in that hallway? Is it going to glorify mm -hmm. you or is it going to glorify God? And mm -hmm. in that waiting, in that discomfort, that's where the work happens. And again, like, wait on God's confirmation. Wait on his confirmation. Get around some good brothers and sisters who are biblically sound, who are mm. um, led by the Spirit. Get advice, you know, be humble, be teachable, be ready to say, Father, whatever you want me to have, I'll have. Whatever you don't, just take it away. It's been a um, consistent kind of prayer for us, hasn't it? From from ve the very beginning when we first met, we were both kind of praying that whatever you want me to have, Lord, I'll have and whatever you don't want me to have, just take it away. And I think having that um, prayer as a continual part of your prayer life all the way through your life is so vital and so important to continue to walk in his ways. Because yeah. then, you, you know, your heart's right. Your heart's desire is to be in line with his will and his plans and his purposes for you. And if you continue to pray that, God, I'll have what you have. Yeah. Take away what you don't want me to have. Hopefully, you know, you can keep your mind set on his wills and his yeah. plans. One of the stuff, one final challenge I would, I would say um, before we wrap this up is, are you willing to leave it all to walk in faith mm. for Christ? Are you willing to leave all of the possessions? Are you willing to be 
mocked by people? Are you willing to be called a madman? Are you willing to become a fool for Christ in order to glorify his name? The Mm -hmm. Bible says without faith, it's impossible to please God. Mm -hmm. Faith is assurance. Mm -hmm. It's a trusting God above all other things. Yeah, like not seeing what it is that you're doing or about to do, but trusting so much in God, the provider and Mm. the creator and the one who holds everything in the palm of his hand. Like that's where I want my trust to be in him, in, in him who is eternal, who knows everything before I do, who's gone before me, who, you know, who is sovereign overall. And yeah. Yeah. And that's the question, isn't it? Do you believe he's sovereign? Mm-hmm. Do you believe he's good? Mm-hmm. Do you believe him at his word where he says, I'll never leave you, nor will I forsake you, that you are precious to me. I will work, work all things together mm-hmm. for good for those who love mm-hmm. me. So guys, we truly thank you. We, we we thank you for your prayers. We thank you for those yes. who are supporting us on this journey as we step out. And we want to just stand here, sit here as a testimony saying, look, watch what the Lord's going to do. Mm-hmm. May he be glorified. Watch this space. Watch this space. <laughs> and be encouraged to step out in faith. Let us know how you found this. Let us know if you've got any questions. Let us know what the Lord is putting on your heart. And we will be back with you shortly. Mm-hmm.